everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to the Blasi Show. Welcome to episode 44.
everybody i'm back appreciate you guys being here as always and uh hope you guys enjoyed that little first section of this episode with uh being a chipmunk <laughs> like i said guys got you got you know you gotta you gotta laugh and you gotta you know if we can't laugh at ourselves guys you know then yeah Really, I don't even know how to finish that scene. We just gotta be able to laugh at ourselves, you know? Because, like, life is too damn short to be so serious all the time. Hell, earlier, and I, I think, I, I don't know, maybe I'm becoming more mellow in my old age, even though I'm not old. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> old, a lot, you know. But those of us in our 40s would still say, we're getting old! Which, you know, we hit some bumps out here on the road now. Just crossed into the Kentucky border. Traffic's finally moving, thank God. But I think I'd be I'm, I'm pretty mellow, you know. It's like my wife, you know, a lot of stress, a lot of stuff going on in her life right now, which, you know, who, like, who doesn't, you know? But but she can uh, she can uh, snap pretty easily at people. So earlier, about three o'clock or so, a little, little after I got up, 
came up saying like, oh, Ali needs, you know, Ali needs to be picked up work. And I was, uh, I'm going to have to take off. And she's like, well, it's only three o'clock. I'm like, okay, well, just don't take too long because, you know, you got to go all the way out to the east side of Nashville. And, you know, no one, no that one if you hit traffic and it's like five when I'm leaving here. And she'll be like, well, I had to pick Ali up. I'm like, I understand that, but I kind of have to also leave work and you don't want to drive your car to go pick her up, which kind of puts me in a bind. But I took advantage of the situation though. Um, since I was still going to be there when they got when they got back, because I had to wait for my truck to get back. You know, I ain't driving my wife's car to work. I'd rather drive my Ram. <laughs> so I messaged, or I actually called my uh, my kiddo, because then she works in the mall, and I was like, hey, I was like, what other Chinese places that happen there besides Ed? Uh, I know they have two places. They have like, well, it's not Chinese, one's Japanese, and then they have Panda Express. I was like, if it's Panda Express, I would just go there near where we live because they have a Panda right on the street from us. But, uh, but I figured ever since she started working there, I'd been figuring one of the pay periods that she was working, you know, before she would come home, I would, you know, get in touch with her and send her forward some funds over to her so she'd have her, uh, you know, pick me up, pick me up a meal that I could bring with me to heat up. So I was like, "What are the places in there?" And she's like, "I think it's a Japanese place, but I don't know." And I'm like, "I'll look online." I was like, "Would you be willing to to uh, grab me some food if I send you some money?" She was, "Yeah." I was like, "I'll send you enough." I mean, I was like, "How much if for me, mom, and you?" You know, because I'll, I'll pay for all of us. She goes, "Well, I still have some panda at home, so I'm good." I was like, "Okay, so just send you money for me and mom." She goes, "Yeah, all right, cool. I appreciate it." So I, I looked online. I said ah uh, so give me the let me do the, the the steak and chicken teriyaki combination with fried rice and if they got egg rolls that'd be awesome and i sent her 50 bucks and i said that way you know you can give mom something too and i guess uh i guess my uh, wife got a uh, uh euro or as i like to jokingly call them gyros <laughs> So they came home and I guess my wife initially when she came in she was like I left your, your trucks running out there and I left your you left your uh, your uh, food in the truck and I'm like cool but I guess I guess my oldest I guess she brought she went ahead and brought it in and initially my wife started snapping at her like no I left that in the trap blah 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 and I was like look we don't need to yell I didn't yell at her or whatever and she looked at me like with this kind of like a like a surprise look and like a like well what i'm like we don't we don't need to yell like you know she like it's fine i'll, I'll carry it out to the truck it's not a big deal you don't need to yell at Allie for it so she kind of peeled the curtain back and you know at Allie's room basically like i didn't mean it i'm sorry i was like yeah i was like we don't need to yell at each other it's fine you know we can chill out and kind of be cool calm and collected you know but like I said, that's just how my wife is. It's not, not saying that she's always one that yells at people, but she, you know, she's a redhead. She's fiery, you know, very easily, very easily get a like, little work up. It's, it's like, it's like the health, health stuff. You know, like I told you guys, I think I might've told you guys in one of the previous episodes where uh, my vision cleared up at, like literally before I got my glasses. And I was telling, like, I had the glasses. My wife was like, well, where are they? I haven't seen you wear them yet. I'm like, it's because my vision went back to normal. Like, I, I, if I wear them now, they, they, everything's distorted. Everything's, like, really, really magnified. So it doesn't make sense for me to wear them. 
And um, and she's like, well, that's not how glasses work. Like, you're supposed to wear them all the time. To, uh, you know, that, that's what the doctor recommends. Because I've had glasses my whole life, except for, like, the past six months where she got LASIK. But she's like, that's literally, if they, they prescribe you glasses, you're supposed to wear them. I'm like, I understand that. But my vision, I've never had vision problems until recently. And then before I got my glasses, my vision went back to, to what it was before, which is basically 20, 20, 20, 25, something like that. I could see the small text that I was able to see before it, before it happened. And, you know, it was still, she was still yelling at me about like, yeah, but they prescribed me glasses. You did out. I finally cut her off. Like, love, let me worry about it, please. Fine, 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 fine. Got upset and started crying or whatever. And I'm like, love, I was like, I understand that you have an opinion about it. I get it. But it's, but it's my eyes, it's my health. I was like, I'm going to make decisions based on my health. It's like, I'm getting in there to the doctor. Getting in the, and I kind of got a little tongue-tied. Getting in there to see the doctor in a couple days. I'm going to have blood work done. And I'm going to see, I'm going to, if, if it comes back, because diabetes could potentially cause that stuff too, was what I was being told by my mom. And I heard, heard that from other people too. And I was like, well, I mean, my health, my weight's been coming down. So I didn't. I don't think I'm diabetic, but I'm getting in there going to check it out. I said, I, if I need, obviously, if I need the glasses, I'll already have them. Like, I can. She's like, well, it's not how it's supposed to work, but okay. And I'm like, love, let me deal with it. I was like, I don't tell you what to do with your body. You know, like, well, you need to go do this because that's, that's, I was like, if, I was like, I just let you do what you got to do. And then when she went to bed, I kind of apologized to Allie because she and I were sitting down there. It was me, her, and, and my wife. We were downstairs watching TV, and then Aaron went up to go to bed after the fight or whatever. And uh, I looked over at Allie. I said, I apologize about that. I said, I, I don't like to fight with mom, and I try not to. She was, it's okay. I was like, I, you know, I understand she has an opinion, and it's just, you know, she needs to let me do me. Like, let me handle my stuff, you know. And she's like, yeah. I was like, but I apologize, you know, didn't want to fight for any or whatever. So, this past Tuesday, I went in, or actually Monday of this week, since I haven't uh, done a, so this will be an update for you guys, since the latest episodes were done technically before that, that happened. But I had a medical appointment to reestablish primary care, and uh, I was going to do blood work and stuff, get a full checkup. We did the whole like have you push your leg against him, have you pull it back, listen to your breathing, listen to your heart rate. And then they did blood work. I asked him about do you need to do like urine too, or do you, does everything you look for be, be checked in the blood? He goes, no, we could. Most of it's pretty much through the blood. He's like, I don't do urine too often. But and I was like, well, how, so if you so how do you know if something's wrong? Like if there's a possibility of like cancer or something, you'll see like an organ you'll be able to tell through the blood that one organ is not functioning properly and that'll be a sign that something else is wrong and he's like yeah pretty much like usually if there's something going on something going on we'll be able to tell if you look at your blood that something's off and then that'll that'll make us do more tests i'm like oh, okay i'm like cool all right so they did the blood work said it'd be a couple days and then i heard back literally tuesday afternoon i was getting into the pull it in there the hub ready to get, get in the work truck and head out and uh and my doctor called actually it's funny i had a voicemail while i was asleep tuesday morning 
saying, uh, you know, basically from the from the uh, met the uh, doctor's office, saying like, we got your results, blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, cool. So I called back and I got some some lady on the phone. And I told her, yeah, I just called to check on my uh, lab results. So they had a voicemail, and she's like, I'm not seeing the, I'm not seeing any lab results here. I'm seeing that they're still working on it. I'm like, okay, well I had a voicemail from somebody over there, so I don't know. I was like, all right, just uh, give me a call when you guys get him. She goes, all right, we'll do. And then, of course, like 20 minutes later, my doc, my actual doctor calls me about the lab results. And I, was, I told him, I was like, yeah. I was like, I had a voicemail from you guys. And I called back, and the lady I just talked to said she didn't see anything in there. But that you guys are being in touch, and now you're calling me with the lab results. He's like, that's that's really weird. It's because we got him. I'm like, oh. And I was like, I figured. When I saw your name pop up again, I was like, oh, maybe they do got the results. So... When I was doing the, the, the doctor checkup, I told them everything. On a Monday, I basically told them how like I had, my vision had blurred twice. And, uh, you know, the first time it blurred for like four days, and the second time it was like almost three weeks. And he's like, that's really weird. He goes, yeah, we'll definitely check, check to see if you're diabetic. We'll, we'll do a broad screen otherwise to, to check for everything else. I was like, yeah, sounds good. So when he called me, he goes, so, unfortunately, you do have a diagnosis of diabetes. I was like, well, shit. I was like, I was worried about that. I was like, I hoped I didn't because I have been losing weight, but, you know, with the vision thing and stuff. He goes, yeah. He goes, so, my dad told me, you know, when he was diagnosed, he was in the, let's say, when he was in the eights, which I guess you got to be below seven to not be diabetic. Last year when I was when I was tested, which I told my parents about the results, and I was diagnosed. Sent them both the same text. Since I don't know, because I know that sometimes if I, if I communicate something to one of my parents, but not the other one, then they won't. Sometimes sometimes they won't communicate with each other, so like the other one won't have any ideas. So lately, I've been sending the same text to both my parents. <laughs> that way, covering both bases, you know, because I don't want my dad to be like, you never do the thug. Or my mom, you never, you never say, you never message us. And I'm like, yeah, I do. But does, does dad not tell you? So now I just message both of them. So that way they both know that, like, neither of them can say that I don't get in touch with them. So it's like, you know, because we've had fights in the past. It kind of resulted. those from, like, me sending, like, a happy Father's Day or whatever. Or happy Merry Christmas or, happy, you know, Happy New Year's. To one of them, but not the other one. And then the, later on, my mom would message like, "I never hear from you," you know. And not, but I'm like, I, we, I message you guys. I was like, I've sent cards. Like, do you guys not get them? So from now on, anytime I send them like a card or something, I'll just message both of them. Like, by the way, there's a package or a card or whatever on its way. So that way, they're both aware. So neither of them can say it didn't happen. <laughs> but I sent them a text to update them about what was going on and told them like well yeah last year when I was did a, when I did blood work I was pre-diabetic but I wasn't diabetic yet so I was everything was still good and I was higher weight than I am now so I thought by now that hopefully I'd be doing good but apparently I, I wasn't because uh, my dad was in the AIDS when he got diagnosed and but that was interesting I just watched this pickup truck just cut across the both lanes to go into one of those little center median areas so you can turn around and go the other direction. I'm like, I don't think you're allowed to do that. I don't think we're supposed to turn around. Do U-turns like that on the highway. But, eh, you know, what do I know, right? Just a professional driver. Don't make me. 
So, but I messaged my parents basically told them that yeah, last year when I was when I was checked, I wasn't, but I just got an official diagnosis. So, and I got a low dosage of uh, cholesterol med. Cause apparently, I just I was slightly elevated. It wasn't even that that much, but my doctor told me that usually with metformin, that's what the the med that he put me on. So those of you that are diabetic, you know what you know what I'm talking about. I heard about it. My wife had taken it for a while, whatever, and she was diabetic, which she hasn't been on treatment for a while because she got her weight down and hasn't been, I guess, would have been running blood or whatever whenever she goes in there. I guess she has, I guess her numbers are down, so she's not actually having to, to go through the treatment anymore, I guess. So my dad was in the eights. Apparently I was in the tens, and I was like, oh, crap. I was like, so if we hadn't done a blood work and stuff, then uh, eventually I would have had some serious problems, I think, right? He goes, yeah, so I'm glad you got in here. Glad we can, we can start getting you treated, getting, getting it under control. So prescribed me metformin for that and a uh, uh, cholesterol bed. I'm taking metformin twice a day. And... <laughs> Apologies, guys. Way this week's gone with a couple of issues of having. I didn't had wasn't sleeping the greatest, but I'm hoping within a couple of days I'll be better. You know, because to not do TMI when I was when I, like this week we had like after getting the, the diagnosis and I got my prescription meds yesterday. I'm taking my first two doses. Technically my first three doses because I got to take metformin twice a day. So I took it before I left with the truck and uh, took it before bed. And then I just took my third dose when I uh, get, was getting ready to head to work. Set it up a little system since I know that I'm, you know, like I might forget if I leave the pills downstairs and, you know, plan out. Oh, I'm going to take another step. So I put them upstairs in the bedroom, you know, while I'm getting ready for bed because I do like melatonin gummies and Unisom to help me sleep. So I put it up there with those. So that way I would know to take. Oh, and one thing they changed too was initially up before we went on our trip, I was on three blood pressure medications. But I kind of hated them because two of them were diuretics. I thought they were all three diuretics. So I would take them at night before bed and I would be up. I would probably get up two or three times, probably three or four times, sometimes five times. I go to sleep for an hour, wake up and have to pee really bad again. So I would literally, for like months, I was like, oh, I'm so exhausted, I'm not sleeping. You know, or I am sleeping, but I'm getting my broken sleep. I'm having to get up, go to the bathroom, come back. Get up, go to the bathroom, come back. And so, and I had to basically literally not drink anything within like two and a half hours before bed. I would still have to get up and pee, but it, you know, it would be a lot, it'd be a little bit less, you know, less often, but it was still having to get up immediately twice. But the only problem with that is because they were diuretic, if I didn't drink for long enough, like for an hour, my mouth was dry, and I was like literally parched. So I was like, "Yeah." So right after we got back from our trip, I came off those meds. I thought I'm gonna stop taking it right now. I'm gonna see how I sleep. Still took a couple days, but once it, once I was fully off them for a couple days, I noticed. <clears throat> Sorry, just taking some water. I noticed that all of a sudden I was 
<coughs> sleep in my full eight hours. Like eight to ten hours, all day. it's awesome. You know, feel a lot better, actually getting rest. You know, being rested, it's like, this is awesome. So when I went in there to talk to the doctor, I was kind of explaining that. I said, I was, I've been on three blood pressure meds for the past couple years, but I, you know, recently I've really grown to hate them because I haven't been able to sleep because of the fact that I'm getting up and pee all the time. And he's like, well, what, what meds did they have you on? Because they checked, they, you know, they checked your heart rate, checked my blood pressure. And I was actually within normal range. My blood pressure was slightly elevated, but it was still within normal range, like at the top end. I think he said it has to be like below 130 for the top number and below 85 or above 85, you know, for the uh, around 85 or so for the uh, bottom number. And I was at like 133 over 86. And he was like, that's actually really good, but it's, it's on the higher, a little bit on the, a little bit elevated. And I said like, well, since I'm a trucker and I have to do med card stuff, like, you know, to go do a DOT physical and stuff like that, would you recommend me being on at least one med? for blood pressure to kind of give myself a little bit of help but he goes yeah that would probably be a good idea he goes which ones are you on and i looked at, i said well i have photos of bottles hold on and I, you know i told him i was like i'm on this one i'm on this one i'm on this one he goes well the one like that one right there uh that one should not have any diuretic and side effects like there's no side effect listed as diuretics whatever but the other two yes he goes so i would recommend staying on that one We'll keep keep you on that prescription, and uh, just let me know when you need refill. I think, well, I probably got like five or six refills with Publix, you know, on the books right now. So I was like, I'm good right now. But as soon as I get to the last one, I'll definitely call you and let you go ahead and put in a refill for that, you know. Um, so even though I got a diabetic. Uh, diagnosis my wife asked me she was are you still on three blood pressure meds I said no I'm downgraded to one because my blood pressure was halfway decent but you still wanted me to take it take one of them that will give myself give me a little bit of a help but not have not make me get up at night anymore you know because I was like that was my plan going in there to the thing I'm like I'm willing to take blood pressure meds if I need them I just don't want to be up peeing six times a night you know because I kind of I kind of enjoy my sleep <laughs> and as you fellow drivers out there as you know man men and women you know we need our sleep we take our 10 hour break we need to rest otherwise we're out here risking our lives risking the lives of others because we're driving tired or whatever we got this like those of us that either you have a single trailer with like you know we're 80 thousand pounds or me i've got doubles where i've got two separate trailers behind me i'm not heavy but I got a lot of equipment with me, so I gotta be able to focus and not lose not lose everything, you know. So sorry, I just got a random one of those little random spam messages, you know, text that you get. Do this to fix such and such, to fix diabetes, lose weight, blah blah blah. Or the, the politician ones. Please click the link and donate for us. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> I don't know who the hell you are. But, uh, so yeah. So, totally with, you know, well, I guess with the, when I talked to the doctor on Tuesday because I want to get on one of the shots. I've always called them weight loss shots, but I guess they're mainly for diabetes and weight loss is just a, a perk, I guess. I didn't know that. Because every every advertisement I get from the shots, it's all like, take a lot of shots. 
but I've never been able to, to do them. So, um, he put in a referral for me to uh, get in touch with a uh, endocrinologist, I think is how you pronounce it, which I guess is a blood doctor, so that we could talk about, um, uh, we could talk about other treatments, like for instance, the shot and stuff like that. My dad, of course, when I told him, he was like, um, he was like, well, your doctor should, should actually be able to prescribe that himself. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know why he did that. I don't know why he didn't. I just know that he's referring me to an endocrinologist and it's probably going to be through them. Uh, if I'm going to get prescribed or whatever. Either that or there's, you know, one route I've already thought about going. Um, there's one shot that I've been in touch with, the shop provider that I've been in touch, in touch with before I did my blood work. It's like eight weeks at the five milligram level for the shot, which is pretty high milligram level, but I guess I would probably drop weight, I'd drop a lot of weight pretty quick. Because <laughs> high was only up, the one I did with Gobi, you know, I think it only went up to like 2.5 was the top one, I think. But now they got a higher dosage and stuff like that. The eight week program is like 350 bucks, and they said they could do it in two installments. So. I'm like, cool, cool, that works, you know. So I may very well do that. And, uh, but I'm, part of me is holding off because I'm like, uh, kind of, kind of hope to, to hear from the endocrinologist and I actually have an appointment scheduled with them, but I haven't gotten a, usually when you get a referral from your doctor, usually within a day or two, you get a, get a call pretty quick, but I haven't heard anything. So I'm like, huh. I don't know when I'm supposed to meet up with them, especially because I probably only be able to see them on, on a Monday because all the days I have off are Sunday and Monday and I'm not going to go out there on a day at work and possibly be late for work, you know. So, who will? It's all good, you know. So, but, I, <laughs> so, as you guys heard on my, when I was doing, when I was, when I was Mr. Chipmunk earlier, got a, you know, came down with the the stomach bug. I was on my way to work Tuesday when everybody else was sick. Well, my oldest and my youngest and my wife were sick. Me and my oldest, I thought we were good until I got home the next morning. And I went to bed, dragged myself to bed, didn't even eat anything. I, I forced myself to eat something when I got to the swap location. And I was forcing myself to sip on water the entire time. And trying to fight the urge to basically throw up, you know. My youngest, when I told her, because I was like, yeah, I haven't really thrown up. I felt like I was going to do all day. And she's like, I don't think I've ever seen or heard you throw up, you know, throw up in my entire life. And I was asked because it's been probably since before you were born was the last time I actually threw up. And I've had the flu, but the problem, what, what happens to me, because I, I fight, I, I basically will fight throwing up as much as possible. Um, I end up having diarrhea instead. You know, like, I'll be sick, sick as a dog, sick, you know, my stomach will feel like crap for the first day or whatever, and then for another day or two, I'll basically be in the bathroom, you know, having the, you know, having diarrhea the rest of the time, which kind of sucks. It's one of those, like, I try to not mention too much about it because I know, you know, nobody wants to talk about, hey, you know, throw it up or diarrhea or whatever, but so I, I thought for sure the next day when I 
took the day off to try to recover the rest of the way. I thought, okay, I'm gonna be in the bathroom for the rest of the day. Have a diarrhea, whatever. But surprisingly, I didn't. And I, you know, I guess that actually kind of weird. I actually had been stopped up, like constipated or whatever. And it's like, okay, that's weird. So by the time I finally went, I think I, I think I kind of like forced myself and kind of overdid it. So like, literally, I'm dealing with that. Okay, now like walking around or sometimes even just sitting is like painful as hell because I apparently did something. So I'm like, yeah, crap. Hell, even me in bed, just rotating in bed, you know, or whatever. It's like I, you know, basically will have those little pains or whatever. So I'm like, well, hopefully, like I can sit in the truck here, and even though I feel it, it's manageable, you know. So I'm like, hopefully, by, the, by my first day off, hopefully I'll have improved a little bit. So we'll be kind of sucks never had never been through it like this before but oh well so <sighs> but anyway guys you know but yeah it's been fun it's been fun then i get to deal with it. i don't know if you guys have similar issues but like my phone it's fairly new like i got it back in february when i had to slip and fall for that that legal case and stuff that I had the settlement that we were able to pay for our trip with and now we're broke <laughs> so it's like you know how it is I gotta live it up you know but um, I've always had issues a little bit with my phone where like if, you, if, you were, if I was like around a building or something you know going through a drive through and I'm in the back of the building sometimes I'll lose signal and, uh, but then all as soon as I leave the drive-thru and I'm in the wide open area, all of a sudden, bloop, hey, guess what? Full bar skin. Oh, yeah, that's weird, you know. But, um, I, yesterday, I had it happen quite a bit. Like, I got to work, and normally I'm fine up there at the hub. I don't really have any issues. But I was trying to do the, the, the pre-trips, do all the photos and whatnot of the truck and the trailers and the dolly and stuff like that. Couldn't do it. Didn't have signal. Like, literally, I would have like, data, no data, data, no data. I'm like, what the fuck, T-Mobile? Don't get me wrong, love them. That's why I'm doing everything I can to try to stay with them because, like, I'd rather stay with them because they acquired Sprint. And so I know, coverage-wise, I should be good. You know. And I'm like, well, maybe it's my phone. I don't know. But I called and talked to, talk to customer care when I got on the road yesterday was kind of explaining it. He's like, yeah, let me check. Hold on. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing any tower maintenance issues. I'm not seeing any coverage issues. I was like, it sounds like it might be your device. And I'm like, yeah, but my device is fairly new, so why would it be having problems? He goes, I don't know. So, I mean, it could just be a, uh, it just be a fluke. Like, okay, you know. He goes, but let me transfer you to tech support and they can see what they can do. I'm like, all right, cool. But she was supposed to call me tonight. She didn't. I'm like, huh. Okay. You know. I love when I, you know, that's one thing that bugs me too. If somebody, I'm one of those, I believe in, in your work, you know, like with my wife, like when, for instance, when we were, when, when we were living in PA, when I was back with Schneider, I started to take the approach of not promising something unless I, I knew I would be able to do it. So she would want me to swear to her, promise, that I would get back to the, the parking location where she could pick me up, because we only had one car at the time. That I would get back to the parking location at the time I mentioned, 
she wanted me to swear by it and promise. I'm like, I can't promise that. I was like, I'm going to do my best. But trucker friends out there, hell, even drivers, you know, like car drivers, do you know how it is? Like, we might run into traffic. We might blow a tire. The, the vehicle might break down. We might get sick and have to stop, which I've had that happen to. Like I to mention, we went with Schneider. You know, I had got sick. And I, I should have technically not been driving that day. I should have pulled over and laid in the back and slept. But I was like, I need to get this load delivered. I need to get, because I was like, I need to get paid. So I was behind the wheel sipping Pepto. And I was, I got the load delivered. I had to get out of the truck quite a few times when I was at the customer. Because I had to wait to get loaded, get unloaded. Because they were going to uh, live unload me. Which car drivers, that basically means they'll be back into a dock and we wait for them to load or unload called a live unload or a live load versus like a lot of us like over the road like I do like most like when I do with FedEx it's all preloaded mostly you know but over the road there's some customers you'll show up and they'll already have a trailer loaded you just bring it empty with you and drop it where they tell you and pick up their loaded trailer other ones other ones if they don't have a preloaded trailer they don't have any trailers available for you you back into a dock and they, they load you right there and then you, you know, you put a seal on the trailer, you sign your bills, and you take it with you, and you take off. But, um, so I had uh, gotten to buy my delivery when I was at this, when I was sick with Schneider, and uh, I got, I got back to the dock. I went in, and basically they had the vending machines. I was able to get like some Gatorade or something. I was like, just trying to. I hadn't really eaten anything that day. It was kind of just sipping on Pepto because the stomach was really bad. I was like on the verge. I was fighting it the whole day. So I was like, I want to throw up. I want to throw up. I want to throw up. Some people will just, some people will actually want to throw up because they, you know, feel, I mean, yeah, technically after you do it, you technically feel better for a minute. But me, I try to fight it and I'd rather not. Cause I, you know. Problem when I have that happen is I end up like, um, Swearing off certain foods, whatever I had before, I might have thrown up. Because suddenly, I'm not. Suddenly, I'm the, just the thought of it just makes me feel sick. And especially if I've had something that I'm usually a fan of, like for instance, meatloaf or whatever. You know, before getting sick, one year I got sick after eating spaghetti, and I couldn't eat spaghetti for like two years. I was like, yeah, I don't. Not, not gonna do that. <laughs> so. But I had gotten in and out of the truck and stuff to deal with the shipping, to deal with the receiver office, to deal with getting you know, the little break room to get a get a Gatorade and stuff like that. And I was walking around, feel like I was gonna just collapse because you know how it is when you're sick, you don't want to be up and about, you don't want to be laying down. Like the last two times I got sick, just this past month with that stomach bug, both times I spent a lot of time laying in my bed and uh, trying to sleep. Cause that's one thing if you guys aren't aware of by now whatever age you guys are at sleep is like your best friend whenever you're like anytime like whenever, especially when you're sick because your body your body repairs itself when you're when you're asleep and so if you get sick with anything take a nap which I, that's the only time i've actually recently taken naps when you normally i don't i'm not really a napper i get up in the morning or get up before work and I go to bed when I get back. But so I was sick of my days off a couple weeks back. I actually went. In, I actually did uh, take a, take a bunch of naps. Like I slept pretty late. I went to bed really early Sunday night. 
normally I'm in bed like three or three in the morning or whatever. I went to bed at like 8 p.m. Didn't get up, didn't get out of bed until about noon the next day. Was up for about four hours. Went upstairs with my wife to go take a nap. Got up and then stayed up till probably about 2 a.m. because I was gonna work the next day. And I'd actually with the sleep I got, I felt a hell of a lot better. So I was like. This time, the stomach bug didn't really kick the crap out of me like it did last time. I was worried about my vision going back to blurred again, because that's what happened after I had the stomach bug last time. And I wasn't on the, the diabetes meds yet. Thankfully, yet when I got got over that and got back on the road, I uh, haven't had any other... Because I, I don't... I worry about it going blurred than me going in there to do my DOT physical and having to use the glasses to be able to see. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't think I have that. I'm not going to have that problem right now, I don't think. I'm going to have to do a new DOT person, though, because I, when I, I told my doctor about it, I was like, yeah, my last doctor, or one of my last doctors that I would usually go to, uh, he no longer accepts insurance. It's all self paid now. He goes, that's really fucked up. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, and he was, the, he was the one doing my DOT physicals, but he doesn't do that anymore either. He goes, what? I was like, yeah. I was like, all the things that made him great. Now he's like, I gave my old doctor crap. I said, why, why are you, like, why do you not take insurance anymore? Why don't you do DOT physical? And he didn't answer the DOT part, but he did answer the insurance part. He goes, yeah, well, we don't have a biller. And so we just, everybody self-pays and they can submit their own claim to their own insurance company. And I'm like, yeah, but that's a lot of work. I was like, and plus when I go to the doctor, majority of the time, I don't have cash on hand to Pay, pay for the visit. I'd rather give them the insurance card and if, they, if insurance doesn't pay part of it, get a bill, you know, and then pay the bill, you know. It's like well, the one thing I wish, I wish with like pets, for instance, taking them to the, see the vet, you know, the animal doctor. I wish that we could, we could basically take the pets to the vet, basically get bill, you know. But they're all like, no, nope, you gotta pay it for them. Like, last times. <laughs> so. Oh, well, you know, but I know, um, I think before I went to the doctor, it was like a few days out. I was like, I weighed myself. I told my, told my dad the last time I had weighed myself a couple weeks prior was like 338. And then a couple of days before my doctor visit with blood work, I was 331 or 330, 331, something like that. And then when I was weighed at the doctor visit, I was 329. And I asked him, I said, with metformin am i gonna like is there a weight loss for that too because i know with the shot obviously i'll lose weight i'll lose quite a bit of weight for that but he goes yeah with metformin you probably lose like 15 20 pounds I'm like cool so i was telling my wife she has this friend named rob in uh in texas or whatever i've always been like i've been over 300 pounds for a while you know probably at least the last it's been at least the last seven seven or eight years at least that i've been over 300 and I guess Rob, I don't know what he's at, but I know I believe what I heard not that long back within the past year or two that he's over 300 pounds himself now. And uh, I told Aaron, I said, so I'm going to, I was like, Rob's going to be heavier than me for like probably the next year. So I was like, I'm going to be down below 300 and be working down towards that 200 pound goal. And she told him that. She's like, yeah, he's, you know, it's a competition now because he's actually going to, Hash you up as far as going, going, dropping weight or whatever. And I guess he's lost a little bit of weight because he does walk and stuff. He, he does like karate or martial arts or something. But I'm gonna be getting the shot. I'm on these diabetes medications and I'm, you know, we're gonna be getting treated and whatever. So 
the weight's gonna continue falling off. And my, my mom's pretty funny too. My, when I told her told her the news, yeah, I got the diagnosis. She was like, she basically was like, yeah. Well, now that you got a diagnosis, you know, you should be able to get on the shot. And like, when Dad got on the shot, he lost weight, quite a bit of weight, just kept it off. And and he doesn't even watch what he eats. He's just the weight's just falling off. And I said, yeah, no, I've been on the Wagobi before for like six months. And like, when I got to the high, little bit higher doses, like two milligrams, two and a half. I was like, the weight was just coming off, and I wasn't really eating healthy. I wasn't really, I wasn't really paying attention to that. I was just, you know, there were times that I wouldn't be able to eat all of something that I normally would have, like or burgers that I normally could like demolish. Then when I was on the shot, I'd eat like half of it, and be like, man, I'm stuffed. <laughs> I don't know how it works, but I love, but I love that shot until the price went up. It was like twenty-five dollars a month until I hit the six-month mark, and then it was like, all right, now with Insurance will cover it's not 1400. I'm like, well, shit. So I guess I gotta stop. So, oh well, you know. <laughs> but thankfully, I'll be out, I'll be back on one of the shots pretty soon. I'm either if I don't get get it prescribed through the endocrinologist, then I'm gonna go with that, that go with that eight week one. It's 350. Then I'll pay him and pay that uh, company in two installments. And I'll get on that shot, lose some weight in two months, and probably keep doing it. You know, but I'm hoping that I can get it prescribed through one of the doctors and have it actually cover most of my insurance because I'm what I hear. And I didn't know this until, re until I talked to my dad. I heard that they don't the insurance would cover the shots, but then I heard from my dad that well, they will if it's prescribed for diabetes. And I'm like, oh, cool, all right. I didn't know that. It was like I thought you just couldn't get it with insurance. I thought you're just gonna have to pay out of pocket for it, but. So if I can get it for a lot cheaper with my insurance, hell yeah. That's one reason why I was, when I came over to this contractor with FedEx and stuff, this employer that I went, I was told they had really good insurance. And so I was like, all right, cool, I'll, I'll, I'll check them out. I'll call them, you know. And I know it's a fact now, because uh, especially with, with prescriptions, because picked up I picked up one of my wife's prescriptions the other day, and it was like 10 bucks. I was gonna ask him, like, is that the cheapest it'll go? You know, and I saw him get three bottles of pills for it was like three months worth of pills for ten bucks. I was like, oh. And so I didn't even ask if it could go any cheaper because I figured that's probably as cheap as it'll go with three months worth of. But I said, how much does insurance cover? He goes, insurance saved you 125 bucks. I said, well, shit. <laughs> Told the wife, she goes, go insurance. Like, yep. And so when I got my metformin and my my uh, cholesterol med. Cholesterol med was normally 48, and I didn't pay anything. It was free. My insurance covered the whole thing. And the metformin was normally 27 or something, and I paid two bucks for that. So she was like, "You should tell your parents." Like my wife, she's like, "You should tell your parents how much your insurance covered." And I was like, eh. "So I did." You know. Because they, my parents were asking me recently. They, I guess they didn't realize I have my own insurance and I'm covering me and the fam. The wife has her and our youngest on her insurance for death, for dental and vision, but I've got all of us. Apologies, y'all, getting some, it's some, some bumps out here on this highway. I hear it's like, like man, I almost cannot wait until I, until they upgrade the truck and I end up in a Volvo and I'm not bouncing when I'm hitting bumps. Because it sucks. Especially with the issue where, like, <laughs> my ass just kind of hurt. So, hitting these bumps is not exactly pleasant. 
And I don't like riding in the left lane, but when I get to this part of Avenger State 24, I literally will get over the left lane for a mile, for a couple miles, and just kind of hover over here until we get past it. You know, because they patch the road up, but it's not exactly smooth patches. It's like you dip, you know. Could be worse, though. It could be in a day cab. Day cab, especially with a day cab with a, uh, with a pump trailer. When I'm hitting those bumps, man, I'm like hitting the ceiling practically, and the even with the seatbelt, it's like, okay, this sucks. But, but yeah, you know. So, you know how it is, guys. Do do what I gotta do. Going through the go through the tests I gotta go through. Going through the treatment I gotta go through. Working on the weight loss and stuff. Being a little trying to be. Try to be, you know, get as healthy as I can and try to be around for a long time. And, um, I am grateful that I, that my, my vision has gone back to normal because, like, I was really worried about having to try to wear those glasses full time because everything was so big in the glasses that I was afraid I wouldn't be able to, uh, that, I would, that I would wreck the truck. So I was trying to explain that to the wife. She said, you need to wear them. You need to get used to them. I'm like, love. If I wear them, I'm probably going to crash because everything is so distorted. I can't see clearly out of it. Everything was clear, but it's so big that I'm like, watch. I'm just going to run into something like, sorry, I didn't realize you were that. I didn't realize you were that close. <laughs> I thought you are still pretty far away. You were just you. But anyway, y'all, it's been a pretty long, uh, pretty long episode. And I know we kept you, kept you guys uh, for a while and stuff. So apologies about the link, but hey, you know, hope hope it gave you some smiles during the chipmunk edition and uh, made you guys laugh or whatever, or roll your eyes or whatever, you know. <laughs> what can I say, guys? You know, like I like I said, you know, we gotta laugh to keep crying. Uh, we gotta look look at everything positively and stuff, and not not you know, because you know how it is. If you believe you can, or you believe you can, you're right. And you know, we gotta believe we can and believe you will, and then you gotta just go out there. You're already halfway there. You gotta go out there and do it, then you know. So, but uh, let's see. Not sure. I think I told you guys in one of the previous episodes that I had a dream this past week about uh, I think it, I actually probably didn't tell you. It was, I think it was Monday when I had the dream, like Monday morning. Um, I had a, I had a dream that I don't know how I'd won, but so I had somehow won. And had a hundred million in our account. It's funny it was it was in it was in a crypto wallet. So I was I was like I saw that I was like holy crap oh my god and like we were on our way back so like we went somewhere and I guess we were driving back to back get back home back to the apartment and I was I was making mental notes like all right when we get home I'm gonna go online and pay off both the vehicles I'm gonna pay off the other debts I'm gonna do a visit out to friends or whatever and get, get them checks or whatever for like 50 or 100k to help them out and as i get to look for a house not worry about the price of it so much you know get the cars in to have them all fixed whatever needs whatever needs to be fixed you know and so um i was planning all that out and it's 
planning to give you know both my kids you know a, a decent check or whatever they'd have a good chunk of money in their account to work with talking like 10 grand 20 grand you know 50 grand whatever and be like don't spend it all in one place i don't want to have to keep giving you money you know make it last that's a lot of money you know but before i could get to that point i woke up and in the past <laughs> in the past i would have these kind of dreams it's either winning a large amount of money and being set for life dream or sex dream that happened mostly in high school you know when back at good old holders holders nebraska whether it be you know chicks i went to school with that now married and have kids you know could could mention him i'll mention one <laughs> one of them name was leah i think she's like leah sawyer and i don't I think she's like leah sawyer brown now i think i don't know but I don't even think she lives a whole lot of it, you know, but, but, uh, you know, still, I think still Nebraska had a huge, huge crush on her, you know, growing up, whatever. And of course she was never interested. I think I even tried to, I got up the guts to ask her to prom or homecoming or whatever in high school. And I got the, I got, I was that, I was that guy that got the, the friend turned down. Oh, I'm just going to go with friends. Another one was Casey, like a girl named Casey Reedy. Had the hots for her too. <laughs> but, eh, got the same turned down from her. No, many close friends. Okay. Oh, well, you know. That brings up another random thing before, we, before I let you guys go. How many of y'all go to your high school reunions? I haven't been to one. <laughs> I'd go, but I wasn't really, I'll admit, like, even though now, pretty happy with my life. I, in high school, wasn't really a popular one of those uh, popular kids, you know. I dated one chick that I'm still technically connected with on uh, Facebook. One of my uh, ex-girlfriends named Stephanie. You know, shout out to Stephanie. I doubt you'll ever come across this podcast, but um, ended up caring about her quite a bit in the short amount of time that we were together. But I guess like she was a couple years younger than I was. And <laughs> she called, she called, she basically, we broke up probably about a couple weeks. Like, it wasn't we broke up, we were only dating for like a month. But we had hung out a lot. We had gone to the late night glow bowling quite a bit and stuff. You know, the little glow in the dark bowling with the glow in the dark pins and the smoke, the fog machines and whatnot. But we'd only dated for about a month. She broke up with me over the phone because uh, I guess her parents had a rule if she was failing any classes. She couldn't date, so she called me and she was drunk off her ass, from what I remember. I, I, we talked about it a couple months later, and she asked, like, we're talking about it. I'm like, all right, don't worry about it. It's understandable, you know. I was like, well, if you ever get where you're passing the classes again and you want to get back together, let me know. And I, it never happened, you know. So, but, uh, I talked to her a couple months after we broke up. She was, she was like, we were together for like three months. I'm like, no, we weren't. It was like a month. It was like four weeks. She said, no, it wasn't. It was like three months. No, no, it wasn't. I remember it very, I remember it clearly. Like, you were actually drunk. You were like, shit face drunk when you called. And you asked me some personal questions about do I do such and such? Do I do this and that? Or she said, I asked you that? What did you say? I'm like, I can't tell you that. You don't remember. <laughs> oh, come on, please. No. I'm not going to tell you that you remember now. I, I figured you weren't going to remember, so I went ahead and answered you before. <laughs> so, 
but we're connected on Facebook, you know, and I don't think she's hot. I think she's got a, I believe she's got a kid. But I don't think she's with anybody as far as I know. It's um, like one of my other exes, Sonia, you know, love the hell out of her too. But she was one that I like. But, you know, being young kids, I was like, I'm trying to be respectful. And I, put, I didn't do anything in high school. Like my older brother that I'm not haven't been connected with for a few years because he's kind of been pissed at me about something I did like 12 years back that he hasn't let it go. Matt, if you reach it, if you get if you see this podcast, man, I love you, bro. But you know, it sucks that we haven't been on speaking terms for a while. But hey, you know, it is what it is. You know, but from my from what I remember, he was quite the player in high school. <laughs> a lot of girlfriends or whatever. Whereas me, not just having a lot of girlfriends, but actually hooking up with a lot of them. Whereas me, I had a couple girlfriends, two or three in high school. Didn't, didn't hook up with any of them. Um, basically, by you know, I'm one of those like I waited until my last my my first official that I actually did anything officially with was my ex-wife. We dated for a while, technically near the end of high school, and then we went to college together. Then we got married and married for five years and. Um, that relationship failed and uh, went to the military and met my current wife and here we are you know <laughs> but anyway guys sorry to ramble on you you know you guys got quite a bit of uh, content today you know, I know this total total with the uh, especially with the chipmunk edition at the beginning a little over an hour so apologies you know but I hope you guys found this this uh podcast entertaining and uh hold on one sec guys hold on one sec
highway, rolling down the highway, rolling down the highway, yeah.